0: Hello, and welcome to another edition, as I get the lighting in here on, of the zone Podcast. My name is Eric Jetson, and I am joined today by good friend, and after this, this may be his official coronation folks, as a co-host of this podcast. His name is Bradford Sonnenberg. You know, I, I keep threatening to put a video together, but I'm about to go on vacation, so that's not happening this week. So, Bradford, how would you describe the way you look to the people out there?
1: I'm cur- I'm currently chewing a carrot. I I'm I'm just taking the last oh, of the I carrot. Thought I thought I, needed- I thought
0: those were Cheetos. To be completely honest, with. You.
1: no, no. Who do you mistake me for? These are these are these are carrots. Um, although I, I would enjoy a nice Cheeto right now, but the, the issue was there was this scenario in which we were trying to prepare for the show and I was chewing these carrots, but like, I didn't want to stop chewing the carrot, but I was like mid chew, but also I know you wanted to get the recording going. So I didn't want to be chewing in your, in your ear. So I muted myself.
0: Right. Of but course. I
1: finished the carrot. That's right. It's really tempting to eat another one, though. They're very delicious.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, there will certainly be points for that. This podcast episode, we are talking about uh, quarterbacks. This is coming. This is being recorded on Monday, August first, but it will likely come out later in the week.
1: Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot to describe my appearance. I currently, as my Zoom background, I have I have set a stock image. Of a of a man holding a thumbs up to remind us that we're doing a good job, and you can see him there behind me. He looks very very enthusiastic. What an with, odd with choice! No, oh, sure, I forgot to mute myself. One yeah, second.
0: yeah, that 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 you are eating a carrot now, live on air. Hey, hey, at this point, this is the Enzo Podcast. You can do whatever you want. Why don't you unmute for a moment, there, Bradford? Give the people what they want, which is Bradford Tonnenberg munching down on a carrot. Um
1: I will was, limit myself to just this as the last carrot.
0: though w- w- was that worth it, Bradford? Do you now? I'm... with your 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 now think about this. Podcasts not only go out to lots of different people, but podcasts as long as I pay the hosting fee and I think even if I didn't it would still be out there. Podcasts last forever. So by the time this is released, there will be record of you eating a carrot on the internet
1: forever. How do you feel about that? I think that's a good thing. I think podcasts, in their best form, provide an authentic picture of what it would be like to experience having a conversation with that person in real life. And I I believe me uh, uh, chowing down on carrots mid-conversation is very... Uh, in character for me. So it's sort of giving you the, the authentic experience of, of being it's, in my presence.
0: It's on brand, as we say here in the United States.
1: For sure. It also matches your your Broncos jersey. So I yes, guess I'm showing some, some solidarity with the, the Broncos. Indeed. Uh, Russ, Russ has, has gone on a tweet storm recently, and I just... Oh, I have been aware. I'm so tired of his, like... It was one thing when he donating was Donating another...
0: millions of dollars to hospitals? I mean, that seems like a very nice thing.
1: I'm not... I'm Listen, I'm not criticizing his hospital donations. It's just he does it in a way that irritates me, you know? Like, can't you just quietly donate to the hospital? Everybody That's knows weird. who you are.
0: That's like, weird.
1: Why do you got to make it a Russell Wilson thing? Why can't it just be a donation to the hospital thing? I don't know. He just... It was one thing when he was in a different universe like the NFC where it's like he doesn't really need to be a consistent thought on my mind but now that I find him in the same division as my Chiefs I, he irritates me like he's just such a cornball character and sorry I'm I'm still digesting the carrot it's, it's somewhere lodged in here in my chest so it's making it difficult to speak quarterback rankings
0: Yes. Quarterback rankings. Bradford, you seem nervous, which, you know, hasn't been a a thing I'd characterize Bradford Sonnenberg as yet. But here he is because he knows this is big show. This is a huge show this is a quarterback show now if you, Bradford I know you're not an end zone podcast historian and actually I was thinking about that I'm going to be on vacation I may be sending you a bunch of links to old episodes to get you caught up on Enzo sure. on endzone podcast history but the quarterback show is one of my favorite shows every year it's just a lot of fun because I like talking about quarterbacks and I'm a surface level analyst who doesn't really understand much about the NFL but hey, If a quarterback throws a pretty ball and it looks good on TV, I'm like, hey, that was pretty good. And uh, that's good analysis generally. So quarterbacks offer up a great chance for me to provide good analysis. This lighting is unflattering. I've decided it will go off now. Uh, But this won't be a video show, so you won't even notice that, listener. But let me tell you something, Bradford. I love the quarterback show because I love quarterbacks. They're just my favorite position, and I like to talk about them. These shows can go for hours on end. I believe the longest on record is about two and a half hours long, which I split into two different episodes. I'm hoping that we don't go two and a half hours tonight, but it's a possibility. So are you ready to strap in? And speak with me about quarterbacks.
1: Well, I'm I'm just now learning for the first time this is the quarterback ranking show. I came here with my in-depth long snapper list, yes. which I guess is invalidated now. I was about to talk about the uh the uh uh ball handling ability of, of uh Jason Winchester, I think is the Chiefs long snapper. But if it comes to quarterbacks, I agree with you. Great position, very fun to watch. I think I think quarterbacks and quarterback rankings appeal to a very similar uh, uh, crowd as the as the people that like to stack up NBA players against each other because they're a lot more comparable. The quarterback is the thing that the neutral viewer will observe the most because it's the thing that stands out the most. Making like they're 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 the centerpiece. They're the showtime quarterbacks are the show for the most part. Of them. As as great and legendary as Aaron Donald is, and you can make a case for him being the best player. The NFL. Your average fan doesn't watch to see Aaron Donald, you know, outsmart an offensive lineman. That's not what their eyes are on. The eyes are on the quarterbacks and we're here to tell you which quarterbacks you should have those eye eyeballs on.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, I thought about several ways of doing this. I have once again, ranked up my quarterbacks. Um, today the Deshaun Watson news did come down for a more in-depth, uh, look at that. Time travel backwards with us, if you will. Tomorrow, we will have our good friend Mason back on with Bradford, and we will discuss the Deshaun Watson uh, suspension at length. I left Deshaun Watson off my list because I didn't know how long he'd be suspended. But now that he's back, I kind of have to throw him in somewhere, and I'm sure he'll be a topic of conversation. But just to let everyone know where we're at right now, the NFL has recommended six games for Deshaun Watson. So we're imagining he'll be back by week seven which six weeks is just not that long in the nfl so we will see if that changes as our good friends at the around the nfl which we both listened to said today this is a long process with a lot going on and a lot could still change but for right now let's pretend like deshaun watson is coming back in week seven so i think that what i did here was i ranked 33 now 34 quarterbacks into 33 specific spots but i have several different tiers and you have several different tiers too and you said you went off script i'm interested just to hear what the tiers are because the thing about quarterback rankings is very subjective <laughs> It's and that's kind of the funnest part about it is everybody's arguing based on a different argument. Some people it might be who do you want to start a franchise with? Who do you think has the best surrounding talent around them? So, who do you think will perform the best? What I want to know, Bradford, is how you ranked these quarterbacks. Don't tell me anyone where you put them on the list, just tell me. What went into your mind when you were creating a list about quarterbacks?
1: Okay, well, I, I find, uh, although it makes sense to, to categorize quarterbacks, I find that most of the tiers are like, you know, like like you were saying, like elite, good, great, bad, all that stuff. But I find that doesn't always sum up the feeling that you have for that particular quarterback. So I, I ranked uh, my quarterbacks in sort of um, how – how safe and secure your situation is if they're your quarterback using a a real world event or location to describe the security that comes with having them as your quarterback. Uh, so I, I put this together and, and there were a couple other ones that didn't quite fit in there, but I my 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 rankings are as follows. I have this is the one that doesn't really fall into the into the pattern of the other ones. I have the Sam Darnold tier which is for quarterbacks that I would rather have Sam Darnold than, including Sam Darnold. Uh, okay. so that's, that's my bottom tier. Then I have ill-prepared fugu, which is puffer fish. and I, I think that it's a good tier because it's, you know, there's, a, there's an off chance that you could have a good, fulfilling meal there, but the most likely scenario is that you die of food poisoning in a very quick and painful manner, uh, which is the experience you'll have if this is your quarterback. Uh, my next tier, I named the running with scissors tier, where it's really your hope is that they just can, can uh, arrive with the scissors and nobody gets hurt, and the scissors come to, to where you would like them in, in good speed, but there's also always a scenario in which they trip and fall or bump into somebody, and you have a whole, whole mess and, and possibly death. My, my next tier is the raw cookie dough tier, which is to say, usually it's very good, but you always run the risk of some light salmonella um, okay and maybe heavy salmonella you could there's there's a whole whole sequence of terrible outcomes most of the time you will get just a good good solid cookie it's not like a, a fulfilling meal but for the most part you won't super regret regret it but there's always the chance uh my next tier this is my second last tier i have the military grade pilot ejector seat which has been very carefully manufactured to protect pilots in the event that they need to eject their planes. However you do. So for the most part, it will keep you safe. It'll save your life, you know, almost every time, but there is, you do always run the risk of like, you know, you can't eject in time or maybe, maybe, maybe your, your ejector seat lands in an unfavorable location, like, like a volcano or something. I don't know. But my final tier, I described, I, I initially was going to describe it as the U S uh, bullion depository in, in Fort Knox. But I think I think a uh, a better term for it I was looking into this, into the Svalbard Seed Bank tier. Now it is known as the Global Seed Vault, and for those that don't know, it is a secure vault located on the small island called Spitsbergen in, in Norway. Many people think of it as the most secure building in the world, and and the reason is, is it holds all of the samples of every crop necessary and all the supplies you would need to restart life on earth should an apocalyptic event occur. And I think that sums up these quarterbacks very well, because in the case of an apocalyptic event, these are the quarterbacks where it doesn't matter. They raise your ceiling so much that even in the ultimate apocalypse where all the the croplands have been ravaged and you have no no food or really Uh, limited will to survive. These are the quarterbacks that raise, raise you up and help you restart your life as an NFL franchise. Those are my tears.
0: All right. So let me compare my tears to your tears. I I went a little bit more safe, but I'm glad you brought the creative flair. I'm just writing down your tears next to my tears. So we, we
1: can, we'll, 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 because you're, how many tears in total did you
0: have? About the same. I think I had one, two, three four, five, maybe six, but I, I had at the top elites of a seed vault for me, which I I would agree. I'll we'll, 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 we'll call that the seed vault. (laughs) Then I had superstar adjacent, which means you're not quite a superstar, but you're, 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 you know you're in the conversation um between oh sorry i I should have put another tier in there as well and and that is superstar which which would be um you know typical superstar basically which which i i feel I feel very strongly about, and that's that's more of your these two tiers and kind of groupings of players um well they're they're gonna be your ejector seat type type guys then i have the good enough tier that would be uh what i would describe as the cookie dough tier for me and then you you described this other one as as with uh yours as running with scissors now i i would i call this the unknown category um where there were just a bunch of guys that i didn't have strong opinions on that i just put into a category and uh finally what what was your last category again the ill-prepared puffer fish correct you gotta unmute yourself
1: I I have a mouthful of carrot. Oh right. Uh, that, I I forgot. <laughs> see, I was in I I had this dilemma where it's like I would really like to speak but I really enjoy carrots for <laughs> in this particular moment. So it's a tough one for me to rectify. My I had the ill-prepared fugu tier, which is puffer fish.
0: Okay. Well, I will call this as well uh the puffer fish tier which is I I call this one below this line you are bad uh tier so those are our tiers i feel like they're kind of similar would you agree with that uh-oh he forgot to mute himself. I think I can't. I can't quite see, or or, or he nodded his head Dad. and has a mouthful of carrot. See, this is this is not voting well for you, Bradford. You've just got to <laughs> abandon the carrots. Notice <laughs> how can, I, ate, I
1: have bo- notice how I, I ate my snacks things?
0: before the podcast started. Well, see, I
1: muted eating myself it. while I'm eating the carrots. I don't want to be eating a carrot in your ear. The tears. The the main distinction I think is the bad tier i imagine is about the same for both of us but i split the bad tier in half where i have the bad tier sort of there's a subsection of there is no hope or upside this is quarterbacks i would rather have sam darnold than this is just this is just the death zone there's no coming back from this zone and then this the then the ill prepared uh, pufferfish one is like this is almost certainly going to result in failure but there's the small chance that you might have something cooking that's kind of that was kind of my rationale with it, but it, I think it lines up pretty well.
0: All right, that's good. So, I want to start by asking you a question: Who was the hardest quarterback to rank while you were doing this exercise? Matt
1: Ryan, easily.
0: Matt Ryan. All right.
1: So, where do you have Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan. I can't, let me see where I actually finally came down on him. I I finally caved and put him in the raw cookie dough tier. I was very much between that and running with scissors. But I think that with Matt Ryan, you you have to, there's so much context to his performance the past couple seasons and what he's had to deal with. And there's still been plenty of moments where he still appears to be, you know, just as like, he has a bit of a noodle arm now, but he appears to be just as, just as put together upstairs. I mean, he's always more of a, of a uh, pre-snap quarterback. Uh, I think with, with Ryan, it's just – it's hard to separate, like, what his actual performance has been from his situation from the projection in my mind of what he will look like in Indianapolis, where I think he's in a much more favorable situation. And the numbers will be much better. And I think just overall, you'll have a higher opinion of Matt Ryan leaving this NFL season than than the prior so
0: how did projection play into your rankings as a whole? Were you kind of looking at guys because that that played a small role for me. If I thought you had a good supporting cast around you or were in a good situation, I may have put you higher than I would have otherwise.
1: I, it, I i First of all, I'd like to say you should commend me on my self control because mid sentence I was reaching for the. I heard it. I heard it. And crinkled. I stopped. Very I good, stopped myself, Thank you. Thank you. I'm. I'm feeling. I'm. Feeling myself. Um. I tried to let projection play into it as little as possible. There's always that little bit there, but for the record, I have Trevor Lawrence in the ill prepared pufferfish tier.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: I have, I have, I have some reasons for that to get into later, but, uh, and it's not necessarily that I don't. I do think there's a chance. I think with Lawrence, I think you have a higher chance of a nice prepared meal than maybe some of the other options in that tier. But I couldn't quite bring myself to put him in the running with scissors tier because, in terms of Trevor Lawrence's rookie season, more often than not, the scissors ended up uh, either in in one of his appendages or or in one of his teammates. So, I think that, I think that projection is something that is best to keep to a minimum in these lists but obviously you can't help a little bit of it seeping in you know
0: interesting let's talk about Trevor Lawrence i have Trevor Lawrence also technically in the what what you would define as the running with scissors category but i put him as unknown I have Trevor Lawrence ranked the highest out of everyone in that tier. I have him at 19. I just like Trevor Lawrence a little bit. Uh, I've been watching Trevor Lawrence on YouTube and some, which I can no longer say on Game Pass. YouTube is now my main tape study tool because Game Pass, please do not subscribe to it. It is a garbage product now, just totally unusable. And I can't watch on my iPad. I truly hate it, and almost as soon as I signed up for the free trial, found out it didn't work, I was like, nope, I'm going to unsubscribe. So, NFL Plus, not worth it, please do not waste your money on that product. Also, you can't watch the live games they broadcast on your TV, like it has to be an iPad or an iPhone. I would suggest Paramount Plus and Peacock, that way you'll be able to see all the CBS games live and you can watch that on a TV Same with Peacock and Sunday Night Football. But my diatribe aside here, Bradford, I like Trevor Lawrence. He made some very high-level throws last year and was in a very, very bad situation. I cannot put him any lower than I would say 22 on this list just because he had no coach, bad wide receivers around him outside of Marvin Jones, really and an offensive line that was suspect throughout the year, and yet he still made some promising plays throughout. I do not think you can put him in ill-prepared puffer fish quite as easily as you said, because there's just a lot more that we have to find out because his situation is going to be better this year.
1: I, that was a struggle for me. I was back and forth on it. I just think that Lawrence, I, I am in large part willing to give him a mulligan for the past year, given the circumstances that he was dealing with. I mean, Urban Meyer was out here, you know, feeling up coeds and kicking his kicker and just having a having a hell of a hell of a time. So I I understand that Lawrence was in a a no-win situation, and I think, yes, he will improve this year, obviously, because it would be significantly hard for him to be worse than he was the previous season. Like, I watched a lot of Jaguars games, I'm sorry to say, because I find the Jaguars a very interesting team, and I was really curious to see how Lawrence and all that would come together. And I can't name you one signature Trevor Lawrence moment from that season. It felt like... Anytime there was an opportunity for him to have a Trevor Lawrence moment, it just never really came. I mean, think of think of every other rookie quarterback that played last year, right? I can think of something that comes to mind. With Lawrence, there's just nothing. I think that, yes, a large part is receivers were very poor and did not create much separation for him. But quite often when they did, he'd miss it or overthrow them. And it's it's tough for me, for a guy that played as poorly as Trevor Lawrence did, to just off projection of what he's supposed to be alone, bump him up into a tier that for me involves quarterbacks such as uh, Jared Goff or or, uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, right? Where it's like, I I think there's a clear difference there in both production and how comfortable I feel if they started a game in their current state, knowing what I think about them. I think Lawrence will shoot up this list. I think if, if I'm around to do another quarterback rankings in the future, which I would like to be, I, I, think, I think Lawrence will not remain with the puffer fish. I think, I, think, I think he could work his way all the way up to perhaps a, a cookie dough scenario. But as of right now, I could not remove how awful he was this year from the rankings. These rankings, there are no heart in these rankings. There are no feeling. There is nothing but cold, hard facts. I bring the truth. Okay, and I can't let my own personal biases of which players I like and which players I don't like. Deshaun Watson is very high on my list. I have no fondness for Deshaun Watson. Uh, there's no, there's no, there's no love in quarterback rankings, Eric. There's only the truth.
0: Only the truth. Who do you want to talk about next? Ask me about my list a little bit.
1: Okay, a quarterback. I'm very fascinated by your ranking of. I'm curious. Where you have, uh, I'm curious where you have the legend himself, uh, Mitch Trubisky.
0: Oh, Mitch, him? W- consider him a st- Mitch went unranked, uh, partly because I don't buy that. That's actually a quarterback battle. I do believe that there is no <laughs> doubt. Kenny Pickett will be the starter in week one training camp reports on Mitch Trubisky have not been positive thus far, uh, I like Mitch as a person. He seems like a good guy. I've listened to a few of some interviews with him and I find him funny and I think he's, you know, a a nice guy. But I do not think that he is a top 33 starting NFL quarterback. (laughs) I might have him at 34. So. Uh, yes, I will say he's at the bottom of my list, but I do not believe he'll be a starter this year or even competing to be a starter. So I have left him off the list entirely.
1: See, I completely disagree. I have a very, very clear vision in my mind entering like week 11 with like a six and four Steelers team that keeps somehow winning some of the worst football you've ever seen. Trubisky is giving like a touchdown and two interception performances and they just keep winning and that will remain keep him in the slot. I, I don't feel very confident in, in Kenny Pickett as a starter option right now. Uh and I think we're gonna see a lot more of Trubisky than than maybe is, is healthy. I would say almost a ill-prepared pufferfish level dose of, of Trubisky. I think I just, I just can picture it so clearly. He's gonna play so awful, and they're gonna win so many games in spite of it because that's what the Steelers do. I mean, how much worse can he be than the actual, like zombie they had uh, under center right last year? Like, how it would be difficult for Trubisky to be significantly worse than Ben Roethlisberger was. And the Steelers as a whole have not gotten. Have worse
0: you ever seen Mitch time. Trubisky play football? It okay, is it's very much possible that he's worse than the corpse of Ben.
1: Okay, but you know, he can run around a little bit, you know. He's I think most Yeah, he Trubisky
0: can run is, around a little bit and then he's gonna throw the ball to the other team.
1: Trubisky, I think a lot of his issues uh are from from uh his his his, his I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. I don't think he's very smart at being a quarterback, but I think if there was any coach to recognize his strengths and weaknesses and put him in a situation where uh – some of those strengths come out in some form or another. I think it's it's weird to me how eager people are to keep giving Sam Darnold mulligans like they were with the Panthers last year, whereas Trubisky's only ever been with the absolute dumpster fire that was the Matt Nagy Chicago Bears and nobody's willing to give him a second look. I'm just saying let's give the guy a shot. Let's see what let's see what he has. I don't think he's going to be good. I think I think he will result in your untimely death via poorly prepared seafood, but I think there's a small chance there might be one or two decent bites there. You know, I just I just think we're gonna see. I put Kenny Pickett. I, I do have a separate, just I don't like uh uh and like NA tier where it's like I don't think there's gonna be very many rookie quarterbacks playing this year. I think it'll be Lance, basically, who I still consider to be a rookie pretty much, and uh Pickett, maybe. But I don't know. I, I think I think Mitch Trubisky, he's not going away yet.
0: All right, I will wholeheartedly disagree with you there. Uh, I I think that Where he is. Where are my
1: Trubisky at, I, are
0: I I think that he is gone almost immediately. Maybe he makes it one weekend of the season, they but paid him, they
1: paid him so much money.
0: Yeah, but
1: going to toss him to
0: the wind. Yeah, I think they might. I mean, Kenny can
1: Trubisky is your backup. That's the that's a terrible backup. All you want from a backup is a guy that keeps the ball safe.
0: Kenny Pickett to me when I was watching him for the draft compared most favorably to t- Teddy Bridgewater really. And
1: favorable comparison?
0: And I would put I would put Teddy like Teddy and Kenny Pickett like right next to each other basically.
1: Teddy's in running with scissors for me personally.
0: Yeah, I honestly forgot to put him on the list. <laughs> that um, tells you
1: everything you need to know about Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. You, <laughs> as an NFL superfan, forgot as a Broncos fan. Yeah. Quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> completely forgot about he was your quarterback last year
0: yeah I completely
1: forgot about him as an entity it's That's
0: unfortunate
1: and you're telling me <laughs> say what you want about mitch trubisky but you remember the guy you can remember mitch trubisky plays i can barely name i him. believe they, they, teddy
0: bridgewater is better than mitch trubisky the
1: only te- yes i agree my rankings backed it up as well but and and, and anybody with eyes Also backs that up as well, but let's not act like Teddy Bridgewater is some force of of NFL nature, you know? Like, I think the most iconic Teddy Bridgewater moment that will stick in most people's minds is his business decision, not making that tackle. I think that's what most people think of when they think of Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I I personally have a memory of him converting this ridiculous 4th and 14 against the Chiefs. Uh, in, a, in a Chiefs-Panthers game a couple seasons ago that I thought was a very underrated game that ended with the Panthers attempting, like, a 70-yard field goal to lose. But, like, which once again tells you what you need to know about Teddy Bridgewater. Like, I would rather kick a field goal five yards longer than anyone has ever kicked before than even think about giving Teddy Bridgewater this ball right now. That's not a favorable comparison for, for, for Kenny Pickett. You're basically dooming him to be a backup before his career's even started. I... I don't think that says good things about Kenny at all. I mean, we'll see. You never know until you see the guy play, but I don't think it's going to be this lopsided Kenny Pickett destroys Trubisky in training camp. I think they're going to lean Trubisky because he has the NFL experience.
0: Okay. That's an interesting point. It, I'll, I'll be interested to see how that plays out for sure. I think that's a, you know, you you bring good arguments to the table as always Bradford. Um, Thank you. Okay. Maybe you pick someone more entertaining now. Not to say that Trubisky conversation, not to say that conversation wasn't entertaining because it was. I'm glad we went down the Mitch Trubisky rabbit hole, but that's not what people are here to hear
1: about. That's what, what I listen to football podcasts for.
0: Yeah. What, what's a? What's a? And 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 I'll choose one next because I'll, I'll pick your brain next. But who's a player you are very curious about at quarterback? on my list as well. Uh, now, now having done several podcasts with me,
1: I'm curious where you fall on. Uh, I'm looking at my list here. Okay. You know what? I'll just, I'll just go right into it. Where do you fall on Russell Wilson? I see you there with the Jersey. Where do you, fall uh, yes. on
0: Russ, Russ falls into the, uh, the superstar category, uh, but not, elite i would say uh i i would put him in uh ejector seat ca- uh, the ejector seat category for certain uh but i have him ranked as the 10th best quarterback in the nfl i would not argue with you if you had him 11 or 12 uh The thing about Russell Wilson is, Russell Wilson is all promise at this point. Everybody loves Russell Wilson. Like, everybody thinks about all those crazy games with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and, you know, that Super Bowl with the Patriots and, you know, him throwing for like hundreds of yards against the Cardinals on a Thursday night or making that crazy spin play out of the backfield. But the reality is, on a week-to-week basis, for really most of the past two years, like the first six weeks of 2022 were otherworldly and awesome to watch, and then the first six or seven weeks of this year were otherworldly and awesome to watch, but for the rest of that time, Russell Wilson, to me, has been a very average NFL quarterback, and... I'm still excited as a Broncos fan because the Broncos have had bad quarterbacks Uh, in comparison. And and this is why Broncos fans are excited, Bradford, because I I have a feeling that your main argument is going to be, oh, Russ, he isn't that good and he's not this elite passer. And you're right. But here's what they've had in comparison over the past three years. Russell Wilson is a top 10 quarterback. They have had the 27th best quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater. They have had a guy not on this list anymore, Case Keenum. Another guy not on this list anymore, Joe Flacco. And a guy I have ranked as 34, only Sam Darnold, but dead last at 35th, Drew Locke at 34. Drew Locke is
1: in my Sam Darnold tier. So At
0: 34. So... In comparison, Russell Wilson is the next greatest thing ever. And of course, Broncos fans think he's this elite passer because in comparison to these other guys, he has, he is, but I have very tempered expectations. If he struggles a little bit and they lose some weird games and, and end up going as a 10 win game, as a 10 win team, I won't be surprised if he plays out of his mind and is an MVP candidate, I also will not be surprised. But Russell Wilson is a very high-variance player right now. He could either be really good or really mediocre. But even really mediocre Russ is probably three times better than anything the Broncos have had over the past five years. So that's where the unbridled optimism comes from Broncos fans.
1: I didn't prescribe numerical rankings within my tiers, but I do agree Russ is kind of around that 10th range where it's like you start splitting hairs over Wilson and Stafford and Dak and maybe Kyler even, although I have Russ above him significantly. I I think I'm not a Russell Wilson hater. I want to make that clear, okay? I do have a slight disdain for his corniness and also the fact that he plays for the Denver Broncos. However, as someone that firmly believes the only good quarterback the Broncos have ever had is Peyton Manning. I think this is uh, this is definitely an upgrade, you know? The Broncos uh, are not going to lose games because of Russell Wilson, whereas over the past few years, I think the number one thing that has lost them games in almost every scenario is the quarterback. Russell Wilson, I think you have to view in a similar light to maybe how people viewed Matthew Stafford before coming to L.A., even though, yes, Russ already has the Super Bowl ring. He's already been in maybe more MVP conversations than Stafford. But, yeah, I think I think Russ's reputation probably precedes his his actual on-field performance a little bit. But I, I am confident that he will be very, very decent this year for the Broncos. And I think that 10-ish range is exactly where he should be, where it's like... You know, I think I think I like ejector seat because it's like most of the time he'll he'll get you out of the out of the out of the plane crash. You know what I mean? He's not going to be the reason that your plane is plummeting from great heights into perhaps a mountainside or or something like that. I I think Russ will will pop the seat out of the plane and and you'll land comfortably maybe next to some nice trees and, and some animals.
0: Let's move on to our next conversation by this, because you mentioned all these guys in a row, and I think I have a similar ranking. I'm going to read you kind of the bottom of my ejector seat rankings, basically. Uh, Kyler Murray, by the way, is in a tier of his own. uh, Is in a a little bit of a tier of his own. I have him... little
1: little tier, huh?
0: I have him along with about one, two, three four five guys as superstar adjacent um but here's from russell wilson to kyler murray for me and i feel like you have similar players so i just want to know how you rank about 10 to 14 10 russell wilson 11 matthew stafford 12 dak prescott 13 kyler murray 14 mac jones
1: Uh, mine, mine are all around there. I do have Mac Jones in the cookie dough tier right now. Uh, but like, I I wouldn't say I trust Mac Jones to get you out of the plane that significantly. I think Mac Jones is fine, but that's just kind of what he is, right? He's fine. You know, like I think with Russ, I do agree. He's around that same category quarterback, which like Stafford, Lamar Jackson for me is around there as well.
0: Wow, let's talk about yeah, Lamar then.
1: That's maybe a bit of a bit of a hot take, but yeah, I think Murray and Dak and maybe Cousins. Although Cousins, I, I have firmly within the cookie dough. I think I think that's sort of the it's it's sort of a a, a pretty easy to understand grouping.
0: So is Lamar Jackson a top ten quarterback in your rankings? Yes. Okay, yes, yes.
1: I have him above. I have him above. Uh, I, I have him basically tied with Stafford. I have him around there, maybe a little bit above. Uh, and then I have him around and above, like, Russ and Dak and and all that, even though you could convince me otherwise if if you really wanted to.
0: Yeah. Can you put a number on where you have him ranked right now?
1: Uh, I have Lamar Jackson currently 8th, but I'm between 7th and 8th between him and Stafford. That's kind of where I'm at right now.
0: Okay. I also have Lamar Jackson as V eight quarterback that I would define him as this weird category three. Let me, let's just talk about this weird sub tier of quarterbacks. That's not quite ejector seat and not quite cookie dough. To me, those quarterbacks are Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, and Dak Prescott. Those five guys. I think those five guys could be anywhere by the end of next season. They could finish from anywhere between the third best quarterback in the NFL or, hell, even the first, and at lowest, maybe the 15th best quarterback in the NFL. I think those are... Our players, again, high variance comes up, but our high variance quarterbacks, I think a lot of different outcomes could happen with that group of five. Within that group of five, who are you most fascinated by? Again, that group is Lamar Jackson, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson, Matthew Stafford, and Dak Prescott.
1: I'm very sorry for the dead air. I was partaking in a cup of water. My throat is... Very
0: no dry. worries. It's all good.
1: Uh, Okay, so I think I'm most interested in not Matthew Stafford. I think a lot of my interest of him was spent on this past season, and I'm still interested in him, obviously. But I think, I think that uh, Russell Wilson's kind of got to be the answer. Him or Derek Carr, where it's like they are going into situations where they should be successful. I mean, I think Russ has accomplished way more in this league than Derek Carr ever has or ever will, frankly. But I think, yes, Carr has a chance to launch himself into that conversation. He's been given all the tools, all the opportunity to do so. A quarterback that I have around that range, and I I don't think this will be a popular ranking choice, I do not have Burrow in my top tier. I have him on the edge. I don't have him in the top tier. I think Burrow is excellent, but I think – I don't think there's that crazy of a difference between having Joe Burrow as your quarterback or having Matthew Stafford as your quarterback, right? Like, obviously I think Joe Burrow will probably continue to continue to improve and launch himself in that conversation. But when I'm looking at my elites, which I'm sure we have the same ones, would you say in any scenario that you would rather have Joe Burrow than Justin Herbert, for instance? No, I don't think you would. No, but
0: I, I would say the two are comparable. I, maybe,
1: but I think he's more. Compa- I think he's more comparable with a guy around the talents of you know like a Russ or a Stafford or a Lamar or uh, maybe even a Deshaun. But like, I don't know.
0: That's just not true in my opinion. This is a guy where intangibles matter. This is a guy that walked into Kansas City, was down twenty eight points at halftime, and came happen. and it was ca- twenty one points. 21 points at halftime, came back, won the game, and went to the Super Bowl in his second year coming off an ACL. This is a guy that played like a top three quarterback down the stretch last year. This was a guy that started the year playing like a top 10 quarterback. He has put together a full season resume of really good play. And even look back to that rookie year, that game against the Browns, there were flashes. I, I think he is an elite passer, no doubt about it. He, he to me, is in the seed vault tier, and there, there's no question about it. He's toward the bottom of that tier for me, but there are seven guys in that seed vault to me, and he's one of them, and, and he is one of those guys, and I would take him over Matthew Stafford, Derek Carr, Russell Wilson Me too. Dak Prescott too. Record, in would, an instant. Well. well then why don't you have him ranked higher? That doesn't make because any sense.
1: I don't I wouldn't even remotely consider him over Herbert or uh some of Well, the I, don't
0: over, I don't like have him I don't have him over Herbert. But he's in that seat vault. There are seven guys.
1: I which I don't know if he is in that seat. I just I think that with Burrow, I just want to see it one more year. You know, I don't I, – I love Joe Burrow, and I – it was tough for me. I see, I knew this wouldn't be a popular choice, but I just think that people are maybe getting a little ahead of themselves. You know, like I, I feel like people forget that he, for the first half of the season, was a massive turnover machine. I think people forget that you talk about the seed vault raising you from the apocalypse. I mean – did did he look at all decent to you in some some of the the Super Bowl? You know what I mean. Like, I I think that obviously he sort of had his world coming down around him, you know, uh, with the the Rams pass rush. But he also never made the play, really never made a play to win the game. You think of the big play from that game; it shouldn't have counted. Like, I just think I just think with Burrow, I'm my my heart's not there yet. I. I just, there's something about the the best of the seed vault, the guys that save you from NFL apocalypse that I'm not, I'm not confident enough to say for sure Burrow is that guy. I think there's a more than 70% chance that he is that guy. And I think probably I'm being a little too cautious here, but I just, I don't know. I, I think that. There's enough of a difference between him and Justin Herbert for me, which is crazy considering I have them ranked back to back basically with Deshaun maybe in there somewhere. ah, It's tough, but I just watching Joe Burrow, the intangibles obviously play a huge part in that. You know, he's got a lot of swagger. He's very cocky. His teammates love him. He's got a great, great vibe, you know, Joe cool, Joe Burr, uh, all that stuff. But uh, I'm just, my heart's not buying it yet. I I have him on the outskirts. He's sort of in between both tiers almost, where it's... I trust him to land the plane, but I don't know if I would store all of my seeds slash gold uh, in that vault without a second thought.
0: See, I I think he showed enough down the stretch that I just believe in him. When you... Take that step as a quarterback that's winning in the playoffs. And I get that there are things that went his way there. Will he be back in the Super Bowl next year? Probably not. But that doesn't mean he's not an elite quarterback. And I I just think he's one of the top uh Four guys in the afc which is loaded with elite quarterbacks and i think if you have one of the top four guys in the afc with the way the afc is currently constructed you are a really good quarterback and he is a really good quarterback and i i understand your concerns bradford but i'm fully confident in joe burrow i i know that and he's not he doesn't do the things that Justin Herbert does he or Patrick Mahomes he doesn't have like an otherworldly arm but he does things so consistently and strings together good plays so consistently so much of quarterback play is consistency and he's just an extremely consistent quarterback at least he was from basically week 6 on that I, I just believe he'll continue to be consistent and that will keep him as a top five NFL quarterback, which I currently have him. So now this moves us into this conversation. Who's in the seed vault? And I'll, I'll just go first and we can debate this all, all we want, but here's how my top seven look. And these are the guys in the seed vault. Number one, Josh Allen. Number two, Patrick Mahomes. Number three, Tom Brady. Number four, Justin Herbert. Number five, Joe Burrow. Number six, Aaron Rodgers. Number seven, Deshaun Watson. Those guys are the elite for me. Who are the elite for you?
1: Those are around the elite for me. I I, I have very strong feelings about the way that you've ranked them. I think that is incredibly incorrect and disrespectful to facts, but i would say in my seed vault i'm a little pickier about it i have the seed vault for me is once again like for context in, in the seed vault uh the uh the whole purpose is i mean in the small in the small bird seed bank the the world is crumbling around you apocalyptically speaking and you need to build up a new uh a new c- new civilization, you need something so infallible that humanity itself can rebuild upon its shoulders. And so for me, the quarterbacks that do that, that are so transcendent that you would not consider any other quarterback besides them interchangeably when you most needed a play. Uh, my tier is, uh, I have Mahomes. I did I did actually rank these in an order. Mahomes is my number one. Mahomes is the best quarterback. In the NFL, he's the best quarterback in football. I will I will, I will fight anybody that, that challenges me otherwise. I have statistics to back that up. Then I have Aaron Rodgers, who I'm sure there's a little bit of projection in having him a little lower, but, I mean, he's the back-to-back MVP. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's a top-three quarterback of all time, in my opinion. What else is there to say? I have Tom Brady. It's, it's Tom Brady. Josh Allen I have at number four. I think people are maybe a little too high on Josh Allen, but he's still in the seed vault. For me, easily. And then I have Justin Herbert who I think compares very equally around Josh Allen. I think they're very similar. And then, like I said, Deshaun and Burrow are just on the very edge, but I cannot think of a scenario in which I would rather have Joe Burrow or Deshaun Watson than any of those five guys. Whereas I can think of scenarios between those five guys where I would rather have one of them than another one. You know? I don't feel that way about Burrow and, and Deshaun. Deshaun, maybe there's a little bit of recency bias, having not seen him, and I think he'll probably be a little rusty, but I think that there's no situation in which I would rather have Joe Burrow than Herbert Allen Brady Rogers Mahomes. That's the that's the Mount Rushmore with five instead of four. You know what I mean? Like I think I think that there's not a whole lot of debate to me who the ultimate ceiling raisers are. And it's those guys, you know, and for me. Mahomes I think it's tough because he did have some rough stretches over the past season. However, he does things on the football field that nobody else has ever done and probably will never do again, right? The things that he's capable of doing. And the narrative about him, I mean this ridiculous uh defensive whoever that that put him in as a second tier quarterback just absolutely absurd. Um did so saying that he's worthless essentially if you take away his first read now that is quite frankly not true in terms of second read uh any read after after his first read he ranks first in touchdowns yards yards per attempt completion percentage interception percentage he's the best quarterback in the league when you take away his first read and on his first read he's still pretty much the best quarterback in the league so what are you even saying this this I, I cannot think of a scenario in which th- there's a debate for me between Mahomes and 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 Rogers and all that. But I think a lot of times it comes down to Mahomes and Allen. There is not a scenario besides maybe if I was to rehabilitate my quarterback into a running back that I would rather have Josh Allen than Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes is a better passer. Allen is a better runner, and there are com- there's a passing comparables. But ah man, Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. What can Josh- I say? The f- the floor with this guy is losing in the championship game at home in overtime.
0: I get what you're saying, Bradford. And you're going to be very angry at me for what I'm about to say. Oh my! God. But Josh Allen from the second Patriots game on was the best quarterback in the world. And Patrick Mahomes was behind him. And even in that game that he lost, he outplayed Patrick Mahomes. Like, what? You you're saying Josh Allen can't pass like Patrick Mahomes? That's just absolutely ridiculous. Josh Allen is one
1: of I the said there's comparable there, but I would take Mahomes in every scenario unless I was trying like Josh Allen is a more powerful runner is I think the one category... They're almost
0: carbon copies as passers at this point, I think. I, I they, they just outdo each other every week for who wants to do more. But I give Allen the edge because he can run. That is a threat he has. And I know Mahomes can run as well, but in a very different way. The Bills literally ran a running attack through Josh Allen last year, and it was effective. Andy was still a top five NFL passer. That's crazy. Not even Lamar Jackson can do that. Like to me, it also comes down to the intangibles. Nobody saw the field or played their offense better than Josh Allen did last year. And I'm not saying Patrick Mahomes isn't smart. The
1: guy that put up six points on the Jaguars, right?
0: That's one game. This Patrick Mahomes had so many bad games last year. Do you want me to go cherry pick Patrick Mahomes bad games? I'm
1: just I just to me, it's funny that in terms of Josh Allen rankings, you cannot pay attention to any of the first few years of his career with Mahomes doesn't count. Not not legitimate, not a factor in our rankings whatsoever. Guy threw 50 touchdowns. It was but stupid. these
0: are rankings of all time. This is
1: right no, now. Obviously not, but. There's so much of a factor in how people rank Josh Allen as to what he is now. But with Mahomes, he had one year where he wasn't the best quarterback in football. And people are so eager to just toss away his resume. It drives me crazy. He gets no respect. There is nowhere near enough respect. Putting Patrick
0: Mahomes at two is not disrespectful.
1: It's disrespectful to me, okay? (laughs) I think that is a... a, 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 You
0: realize who we're ranking ranking him ahead of, right? Right. We are putting him ahead of the greatest player to ever play football ever and maybe the greatest North American athlete of all time.
1: Okay, now you're getting... Okay, okay, listen. I'm not going to get into a Tom Brady rant right now. I agree he's the best quarterback of all time. But I think that with with Mahomes and Allen... Okay, if you wanted to make an argument to put Brady above one of them, I'd be like... i roll my eyes and I'd be like, okay. But with players that are as comparable as Allen and Mahomes, I'm failing to see all these scenarios in which Allen compares so favorably to Patrick Mahomes. I think he has the edge. I think Mahomes has the edge on him in almost every way, whatever way you want to look at it. If winning is what's important to you, it's Patrick Mahomes. If throwing touchdowns... Josh Allen
0: lost because his defense didn't play defense. It's... I'm not
1: using that as a factor in my rankings, okay? I think quarterback wins is a stupid stat. But I'm just saying- But well, you're making way that way argument! <laughs> no, what I'm saying is, if that was the way you wanted to look at it, Mahomes wins. If you wanted to look at resume, Mahomes wins easily. This is a guy that's been to four AFC championships, two Super Bowls, one Super Bowl. Once again, I don't think that's the smartest way to analyze quarterbacks. But if that's the argument you wanted to take, you Mahomes would win that argument. If you wanted to go off stats, Mahomes wins that argument. I just- To me, Allen is a transcendent talent, and I mean no disrespect towards him. I I enjoy Josh Allen. I love watching him, and I think very highly of him to the point where I have him basically interchangeably in in my top four, right? Like, you could put him anywhere between my—
0: That's disrespectful to Josh Allen.
1: That's disrespectful to Aaron Rodgers. This guy just won two back-to-back MVPs. Aaron
0: Rodgers— with all due respect to Aaron Rodgers, I love Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is a fraction of what Josh Allen is right now. Like Josh Allen Where's can do – thi- Allen's
1: MVP? Where's Josh Allen's MVP?
0: Josh Allen can do things that Aaron Rodgers can only dream of at this point. There is such throw, a gap.
1: Throw interceptions? Is between
0: that, that Josh Allen and about? Aaron Rodgers right now. Josh Allen is by far – one of the best quarterbacks in the league. And hey, if you want to put Patrick Mahomes at one, that's fine, but last year he wasn't the first the best quarterback in the league. He and never it wasn't was. Josh
1: Allen either.
0: But it was Josh Allen for most of no, the year. It yeah.
1: It was Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady for most of the year.
0: No, I I just disagree. Josh Allen Josh Allen is the better quarterback and the guy I'd rather have. He's just the guy. To me, Josh this, Allen's a guy. This
1: is some ridiculous Broncos fan bias seeping in to your analysis. This is what's happening. Your judgment has been clouded. Your dislike for the Kansas City Chiefs.
0: I literally like put down. Patrick Mahomes over the greatest quarterback of all time. And frankly- And you put
1: Josh Allen above the greatest quarterback of all time. This is what I mean. People go crazy. I think Josh Allen- People are so eager- to make the Buffalo Bills a thing, everybody loves the Bills. I like the Bills. Oh, you're gonna everybody hate our guests so tomorrow. <laughs> eager to crown, to crown. It's not. I don't have a thing against Bills fans. I'm. Just, I think people are so eager, in a similar way to people are so eager to make the Chargers a thing. Although the Bills actually have some success now on on the table, but people are so eager to make the Bills this NFL force of nature. And the fact of the matter is, Josh Allen is one of the best quarterbacks who's ever played the game. I think, in terms of the past couple years. But what he's up against is in that same category, and I don't think it's as much of a runway, runaway, not runway. That's a thing that planes take off on. Runaway, as people lead you to believe, you know. With Alan, it's like
0: he's—it's because he's younger and he's better. People like he's young, not shiny than things. Holmes.
1: He's not better than Patrick. Fine.
0: Morgan. I'll put him at two, but he's still the top, the second best quarterback in the league.
1: Sure. And, I agree with that. And it could change and it, sure, could, change, and it sure.
0: could change on a week to week basis. It could change on a week to week basis. You have to admit that.
1: Yes. There's there is some, some malleability to the ranking.
0: They are basically the same pastor. This again is why I cannot stand quarterback arguments sometimes because one and two should not be an argument. There's respect. It is not disrespectful. To put Patrick Mahomes at two, that's not disrespectful. It is not disrespectful it's to disrespectful, say you are I one of so. the two best quarterbacks think, on planet Earth.
1: I think it's more disrespectful to say Josh Allen is better than Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers than to say he's better than Patrick Mahomes. That's just that's just where I fall on.
0: Well, Josh Allen is better than Aaron Rodgers. Josh I, I I will hear arguments that Tom Brady is currently better than Josh Allen. I'll hear that. But Josh Allen is better than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, with people forget, without a guru head coach, basically fell apart. Aaron Rodgers is a player that occasionally plays it safe, and and his turnover numbers aren't high because he takes the checkdowns when he has to, and gives up some of the explosive playmaking. He's not as risk he's risk averse. Josh Allen is not risk averse, and in today's NFL, you need a quarterback that's not risk averse. I love Aaron Rodgers, but there is no scenario where I would take Aaron Rodgers over Josh Allen at their at this point in their respective careers. And even if Aaron Rodgers was the same age as Josh Allen, I would still take Josh Allen because Josh Allen has a better arm and is a better runner and just an overall better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers.
1: Well, I mean, they're equally as vaccinated, so I guess on that front they're comparable. I think, I think I'm looking at Josh Allen's game log right now. There's so many stinkers here, man. I don't know what to tell you. I Allen, I'm not saying that he's not in the seed vault. We all agree he's in the seed vault. We all agree that Josh Allen's seed remains a consistent function and feature of our our ultimate ranking tier vault, um, but. I don't know. I I just think that perhaps there's a small element of frustration on my part as a Chiefs fan just how quickly people are willing to dismiss Mahomes. You know what I mean? I just I think that what he's done and what he's shown and and what he's played to I I just I don't see how Allen eclipses him yet. That's all I'm saying.
0: We'll see. You know, We'll see on this. I just, I, I, I respect Josh Allen a lot, obviously. Let's move on from Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes because I think we've taken this as far as we can take it Uh, between these two. Let me ask you about Tom Brady. Just generally Tom Brady. Alex Jensen, we're going to talk about this on Tuesday's pod out for the season, likely. With a little bit of a worse offensive line, but better weapons this year and a deeper wide receiving core. What are your expectations for Tom Brady this year?
1: I predict what will happen is I think there there might be a bit of a struggling period at the start of the season just from uh, offensive line struggles. But I mean, Tom Brady is going to play very well. And anybody at any point makes, if anybody at any point this season makes some dumb comment like, he's washed, it's over, the Bucks are done, they will regret it, man. I've, I think that with Brady, just off of respect for what he's capable of, he always has to be in the seed vault. I think, I think I'm just tired of thinking about him, you know, I I just want him to go away. Which which why, maybe this is a bit of of a rapid subject change. I'm just curious where you have, I think the quarterback everybody most wants to hear your opinions on. Where do you have uh on this list Jared Goff?
0: Jared Goff.
1: I think there's We're... a lot more interesting things to say about Jared Goff than there is about Tom Brady. Tom Brady's like, yeah, he's good. He cheated a bunch. They won a bunch of games. Jared Goff. Now that's a character. That's got that's got that's got some interest to it.
0: All right, we'll we'll get to Jared Goff. I believe Tom Brady will be an MVP candidate this year.
1: Well, I believe just, Tom Brady will be better than Jared Goff this season.
0: That's just the way I see this playing out. To me, the Bucs are my no doubt have been really since February. Uh, the Bucs, it was just so easy because this is just the way the NFL works and the way NFL gods work is it this will be Tom Brady's last year and Tom Brady will be in the Super Bowl this year. There's just no question in my mind. Like, it's cool to analyze the NFC, and we're going to do that a lot over the next few weeks. We have a lot of NFC podcasts coming out. We just put out the NFC East on Monday. We're going to put out the NFC North er- earlier this week as well. It's tough time traveling. Let me tell you that, Bradford. It's really tough time traveling. But, um, Tom Brady and the Bucs will be in the Super Bowl, no doubt about it, and Tom Brady will likely win the MVP because it's a storyline-driven award. He's going to have insane stats this year, and as such, he will be the MVP of the league. And by the end of the year, we'll probably put him at one and think, wow, it was stupid of us to debate Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes because this 45-year-old just out them both. That's how I feel about Tom Brady.
1: I see Tom Brady. I, I believe he will win some sort of thrilling rematch between the Rams and the Buccaneers. Too advanced to a so Bowl. I agree with you in that. And I think that uh, he will... He will face, and I know this is probably like a pretty easy choice for a lot of people. I think, I think part of me wants him to face like the Matt Ryan Colts and I want to see Matt Ryan lead a great comeback against him to finally put the stake through the heart of this evil entity that is, that is haunted. and, and So
0: you're still at that thing. point in life where you're a Tom Brady hater.
1: I'm not a Tom Brady hater. I no, you
0: him. are. Let me tell you about this. Let I'm me tell t- you. I
1: would I would enjoy. Listen, if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year, I will be happy because it'll be like a good unless it's against the Chiefs, but like in general, I'll be like, what a great send-off for an all-time legend. However, if his final NFL moment is just the complete unraveling and destruction of his evil reign of terror, I find that also a very satisfying narrative. You know, this is a guy that has haunted people for a long time because of how good he is, and I would be okay with a happy ending for him. I would also enjoy sort of seeing him get ripped back down to earth. Uh, It's not from being a hater. It's just from someone who enjoys fantasy narratives, and in fantasy narratives, the Dark Lord usually is is dissolved into some form of black dust that floats off into the ether which i think would be a very fitting end for tom brady i'm picturing maybe not like he he himself actually evaporates but but imagine a josh allen leading the bills to a super bowl over their their hated hated overlord tom brady even though the most likely scenario is that the bills lose another super bowl this time to tom brady but like imagine allen or herbert Or Mahomes taking down this evil monster that is, that is, that is, I'm trying to think of a word to describe it. It's, it's, his presence is nothing short of other, of, of unignorable. It's, it's truly something that no matter what football discourse you're talking about, there will be some way in which Tom Brady is relevant to it. And seeing that finally go away once and for all, off into the ether, black floaty villain dust as a spell has been cast. His great weakness send him off into the, into the other worlds in which he will haunt our broadcasts. I'm sure for another decade to come, but like, I don't even know where this is going. I I got completely sidetracked in my, in my fantasy narrative of, of of Brady falling apart. Um Tom Brady's really good.
0: All right. That's a that's a good synopsis. Let's get to what people are here for, though, Bradford. The Ps de Resistance. Jared Goff. You know, people are listening to quarterback rankings episodes, according to you, because they would want to hear about Jared Goff. So we're gonna give him the Jerry Goff minute. I have Jared Goff at 29, the first of the bad quarterbacks. Jared Goff, I'm sorry. I know you had some fun moments last year, but you are bad. You are ultimately bad, and you are what's holding the Lions back. Please don't be too bad, Jared Goff, or actually do be, because then I can see C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young lead an exciting Lions offense next season. Please be extra bad this year, Jerry Goff. That's all I have to say about Jerry Goff.
1: My opinion on Jared Goff is complicated. My relationship with Goff has been one full of ups and downs throughout the past few seasons. I've been high on him before. I've been low on him before. For a long time, I just called him the goofball because he irritated me. Jared Goof. This is a guy that's painful to watch. This is a guy that will blow it for you. This is a guy that is not impressive in any way. But there's something about him that I keep coming back to. He he remains a factor in my mind when I think about football, when I think about the Lions. And I think, yes, Jared Goff had lots of, of bad moments last year where where he, he came up short and and the Lions suffered some painful fate. But he also had some genuinely excellent games. I think Jared Goff, a lot of people miss that, especially during down the stretch of that season, Jared Goff put together some pretty nice performances. Like, it's not like the Lions were some force of nature, of course, but... All in all, I think Goff, I am trying to pull up the exact numbers here if my internet would let me. I don't think his touchdown and interception ratio is as bad as, as people would be led to believe, you know? He he played not in every game. He 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 did miss a little bit. But like overall, you know, he, he had 19 touchdowns, eight interceptions, not great production. But I think that in some of these games down the stretch, we really started to feel it. I mean three touchdowns and interception, two touchdowns and interception, you know, it's 300 yards, two touchdowns. Like those aren't mind blowing numbers, but it's not like Goff belongs anywhere in the vicinity of a Sam Darnold. In my opinion, you know, I just think that Goff, he has, he has some sort of energy about him that, that, that draws me to him. And I, I think that the way he handled being exiled to Detroit by Sean McVay, I think he handled it very classily. I think he gave lions fans, not something to necessarily bank their hopes on, but I don't think Goff is as bad as some people say. I don't think he gets the respect that, I, I don't think, I don't think he deserves any respect, but I don't think he deserves any disrespect either, which is why I have Goff sort of on my running with scissors tier. You know, you could say, uh, you could say maybe, you know, there's, there's an element of bad seafood in there with Goff, but I don't know. I kind of like them, and I kind of like the Lions. The Lions' weapons this year: Amon Ross, Saint Brown, excellent as a rookie. Uh, I mean, they've they've obviously added a, a pretty significant piece in in this year's draft. I I just I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't I couldn't justify it with words. But I think mark mark these words that I'm using now. Next year, you will have a couple of moments where you sit and you think to yourself, watching a football game. Jared Goff isn't that bad.
0: You have fun with that, bro. I'm 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 just gonna leave you with that. You have fun with that. I too remember my rebellious phase as a young, you know, twenty year old on this podcast, banging the respect Case Keenum drum. Listen, okay, let uh, y- You know, I'm not, I'm
1: not banging you know, the respe- I'm not banging a respect drum. I'm not saying Jared Goff is. You rude. very much are. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying Goff is not not as bad as some people act like he is. Some people compare him to Sam Darnold and stuff like that. You have him near Sam Darnold and I don't know how fair that is to hold to the old goofball. You know what I mean? I just I just think that Jared Goff he's he's the prototypical mediocre system quarterback in my opinion. I think the Lions have a pretty nice system this year. What's so okay. rebellious about that? I'm just standing up for the little guy. You're here to tear down the Trubisky's and the Goffs. And the, I can't really defend Sam Darnold. He's no, just
0: I'm just of girl. a point in my football watching career where I used to get excited over those guys and be like, hey, guys, every team is interesting. And like all, all quarterbacks are, Not every are team worth is a...
1: interesting,
0: And, all, and notice... all, all, all quarterbacks are worth a shot. But that, that's not where I'm at in my life anymore, Bradford. Jared Goff is bad and not worth talking about. That's just how I feel about him. He won't He's be good this good. year. If the Lions get six wins, he'll have done a terrible job at, at, at doing what they've asked him to do, which is lose. And lose a lot because they want a are good quarterback next lose? year.
1: I feel like the Lions are probably like a six to eight win team. Like,
0: Right. If he wins six games, that's bad. Which he will, he'll win six games. So I guess enjoy your six game run of Jared Goff wins, and enjoy watching Jared Goff next year probably. Which well, I, then it's just an endless cycle of Jared Goff. So I, I, I have friends that are Lions fans, so I'm not gonna wish that on them. Jared Goff is not good, and 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 will not be a person I I look I look towards this year. Um. Here are some players in a row in the unknown category, but I just want you to pick a few that you think will have good seasons. From 22 to 26 ranked, 21 actually, let's just throw them in. Jameis, Tua, Davis Mills, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, in that order, I'll just say, I was doing some Justin Fields research today. I have him too low. Justin Fields was good last year. He didn't have any help around oh, come him. On. Ha- come had on, Don't an, me
1: for being remotely positive about Jared Goff. and now Justin Fields is good. Justin this is ridiculous. Just one good rushing touch. That, come on.
0: Justin um, Fields had a lot of good throws last year. A lot of good throws yeah, last year. What?
1: This year they're going to be clanking off the hands of Byron Pringle. Okay,
0: right now that's but that's not fair to say Justin Fields is Justin fields is doomed because of his surrounding, but I do think there's a
1: Byron Pringle. He's the Byron Pringle of quarterback. That's
0: not true. He's gonna throw for at least like Darnell Mooney. Mark my words is probably gonna have a thousand yards this year. Like that's just the way this is gonna go and Justin Fields is gonna end up with like 3,400 yards And he's going to look better than people think. I just want to say this. I think Justin Fields is going to be okay this year. That's my Jared Goff take. I I, was
1: not the best quarterback on a roster that only had Andy Dalton to compete with.
0: Oh, please. He was better than Andy Dalton. He he had no offensive line.
1: Essentially, right now, what you were doing is you were hyping up Andy Dalton to me as an option. I don't. I don't see it with Fields. I like Fields pre the draft, and I liked him going to the Bears. I did not see it last year. I did not enjoy watching him in most scenarios. He had, like, one great touchdown against the Niners, I believe it was. It was, like, a really electrifying run and all that. But Fields, I'm just – I don't buy it, all right? I well, don't. here comes
0: our first great ice cream sandwich bet, as I like to run on this podcast occasionally. The ice cream sandwich bet has been around since the uh, – inception of this podcast i enjoy ice cream sandwiches i'm sure you enjoy ice cream sandwiches who doesn't who doesn't enjoy ice cream sandwiches i in particular have developed a fondness for fat boys that are sugar cookie flavored have you seen these they've got pink ice cream inside that has like sprinkles in it and it's got sugar cookie topping. so it tastes like you know when you go to the grocery store and you buy one of those like frosted like kind of dry sugar cookies that tastes a little bit stormy but they're just so delicious and you down like six of them without even thinking it tastes exactly like that but it's ice cream so let me just tell you right now bradford you got to go pick yourself up some fat boy
1: hunt those
0: down fat boy pink they're they're in a pink box you got to pick them up they're absolutely delicious but here's our ice cream sandwich bet uh justin fields and Jared goff touchdowns yards and completion percentage if justin fields has better then you throw me some ice cream sandwiches. If Jared Goff has better, then I will throw you some ice cream sandwiches. What do we think about that, Bradford?
1: Okay, first of all, I do have an issue with me all of a sudden being prescribed as a Jared Goff fan. Well, no,
0: you I are a Jared Goff, Goff fan.
1: I want to make it very clear. This I was the side Jared you Goff picked. Fan.
0: You picked Jared Goff.
1: No, all I was, that's not was that was not my intention, okay?
0: Well, Goff that's was, what happened.
1: I just... So do you
0: really think Jared Goff's is is, is, because you said you you told me you just told me that Justin Fields was bad. You just told me that Justin Fields was bad. When essentially, I just told you what you told me about Jared Goff. If that makes any sense, you told me Justin Fields is a bad quarterback. I told you Jared Goff is a bad quarterback. I, I we with think the statements. We think I just that, think
1: Jared Goff isn't as bad as people say.
0: I think Justin Fields isn't as bad as you say. So, the bet would be if justin fields has a better year than jared goff and you have the advantage jared goff has the better surrounding talent then you will send me some ice cream sandwiches
1: you know i'll i will take it okay okay i'm i guess i'm now locked into being a jared goff mitch trubisky fan which is not something I, i ever intended to be but yeah i i think goff I don't think Goff is going to be great. By Words
0: time. mean things, Bradford. If you say something on the podcast, I'm going to hold you to it.
1: All right, listen. I'm going to say right now, Jared Goff is a Dark Horse MVP candidate. I see the Lions winning somewhere between 14 and 17 games.
0: There it is. <laughs> Beautiful.
1: It's not really your ranking of Allen above Mahomes that irks me. It's just it's just the ranking above Jared Goff. You know, I, I find that incredibly disrespectful right now if this was ranking quarterbacks girlfriend let's just keep talking about quarterbacks
0: gotcha i'm unfamiliar with quarterbacks girlfriends i'm a me too i'm a i'm, I'm an totally ob-
1: familiar with with like russ brady mahomes obviously because that's always a narrative that's around and then of course jared Goff's girlfriend who has gotten a lot of attention in a lot of football circles
0: Fun fact: I do not prescribe to the narratives around Patrick Mahomes' wife. She seems like a fine person, a little bit corny, kind of just a white chick, not nothing too yeah, special. That, yeah, however, well. however, I am deeply annoyed by Jackson Mahomes. He I is. Share,
1: I share that with you.
0: He is a scourge on a on the face of this earth. And uh, quite frankly, should stop going to NFL graves. I mean, really, what did it for me was when he danced on what's it? Oh, my God.
1: The Sean Taylor Memorial. N- yeah,
0: <laughs> when he danced on the Sean Taylor Memorial. Here's a guy that is universally considered the only good thing that has ever happened to the Washington Commanders who was unfortunately murdered. You just danced on his grave. Like, what, 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 what are you thinking, there, guy? <laughs> I, I, I mean, what, like, I, I guess, I guess, go make. TikToks with Juju and just stay out of my life. You know? I but, agree.
1: I agree with you on that. Jackson Mahomes. He well, he is just a dumb kid. He is very annoying. I just find it annoying how people use Mahomes or well, Jackson and Brittany as a reason to be against Mahomes, you know, where it's like they sort of use it as a point against him often, I find. It's like it has no relevance on anything, you know?
0: I would say it's the opposite. He has to he has had to overcome to glaringly. You know, well, one irritating, glaringly irritating negative, uh, you know, presence in his life that you know could potentially one day get him in a lot of trouble. Imagine if Jackson Mahomes
1: rankings posterity point sakes. Do we have any knowledge of Josh Allen's sibling situation and perhaps how he's dealt with that?
0: No, I, I, I believe Josh Allen, uh, employs normal siblings, so that uh, will you know, we, we, we will. We will see there. I just like Justin Fields this year. I, I, I'm I a little bit – I'm low on the Bears, but I'm higher on Justin Fields than I thought. Uh, you know me. I'm a Utah guy. I like people who are from Utah. Zach Wilson is from Utah, played high school football in Utah. Any hope for Zach Wilson?
1: Uh, a small bit. I don't think Wilson will ever be an ejector seat type of guy. He'll never be near the vault. But I can see a very nice, long Zach Wilson career that's that's sort of maybe along the lines of a Ryan Tannehill, perhaps a, a Andy Dalton-type quarterback where it's like, he's not bad. He's I don't think Wilson will ever be anything phenomenal. But obviously, we'll see. The arm talent is definitely there. I think that was a huge reason why he was overdrafted as high as he was, is, is flashy down, like massive throws. I mean, that one that he made that was like – and in, I don't even remember the distance, but it was during his, his, his uh, combine workout or whatever, or his pro, it was his pro day, and people uh, really, really ran away with the hype wagon on that one. That arm strength doesn't go away, and it will be used more effectively this season with some of the weapons that the, the Jets have. The Jets are in not an amazing place, but for a fan base that has gone through as much as the Jets have, I think there's plenty of reasons to be optimistic about this season, And while I'm not sure if Zach Wilson's a reason to be optimistic, I'm not sure if he's a reason to be pessimistic either. I think Zach Wilson is a quarterback that will very comfortably within a couple of years settle into this stage where it's like, man, where do we rank Zach Wilson? You know, maybe we'll be sitting here wondering then, like, obviously right now, Zach Wilson's terrible from what he's shown in the NFL. He's awful last year. He did have, he did have some moments where I was like, you know what, Zach Wilson, he can ball a little bit. I I find myself, disposition to dislike him just because i find his appearance irritating i don't know why but he he has the vibe of of a kid that that would ask you if you have any games on your phone you know and i i just that that bugs me a little bit but i think maybe if he grows into his face a little more uh maybe then i'll be able to stomach that a little bit his whole recent arc about sleeping with his ex-girlfriend's mom or whatever kind of bored me you know i i hope hope,
0: that bored you what (laughs) That was exciting. I mean, I just think he's I just got, think got me that dog in him.
1: <laughs> if you want me, if you want me to care about you pulling these crazy exploits, you have to be a decent NFL player, which he hasn't been yet. You know, if you told me, if you told me that Mac Jones was out here banging moms, I'd be like, oh my god, what a story! We gotta get, we gotta, we gotta talk about this right now. Mac Jones would be instantly, instantly in the vault. I'm just saying that, as of right now, with Wilson, I think that's the only interesting thing people can say about him right now. You know what I mean?
0: I believe Zach Wilson by this time next year will be comparable to Mac Jones.
1: I see, I agree with that. That's basically what I was saying because yeah. Mac Jones is the new Andy Dalton. They've just created a new Andrew Dalton, maybe, maybe tiny better. Oh, so no, he's, he's better than in. that.
0: He's better than that. Mac Jones is better than that. We'll finish on Mac Jones. I like Mac Jones. I think he can take a step forward. He's got, a terrible situation around him, but we will see this year what Mac Jones is. If he truly is Andy Dalton, he'll be bad. If he's not, he'll be the same as he was last year and probably get the Patriots to a playoffs. You know, I don't think the Patriots are going to be very good, but is it going to surprise me when we're talking about them as an AFC contender because they'll look like one maybe in mid November? No, that's not going to surprise me. Because They'll Mac beat the Jones built
1: in some game where Mac Jones throws for three yards.
0: Yeah, pass be, attempt. because Mac Jones is just gonna Mac Jones. He's he's Mac Jones. He'll 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 show up and he'll do a good job and he'll make some throws where you're like, wow, Mac Jones. And then he'll kind of just disappear for the rest of the time. He doesn't make many mistakes, which is nice.
1: He's Andy Dalton with swagger. That's the main thing Andy Dalton was missing. If you want to be this mid tier pushing quarterback. The problem with Andy Dalton is that you never had any confidence in him. I would say if we were doing an NFL swagger ranking, Mac Jones is easily number one, really only in contention.
0: With Whoa, him. you think Mac Jones is that swaggy?
1: I think he is the swaggy. The, he has the most swagger of almost any NFL player. And I think the one player that may challenge his-, his
0: That's crazy, that, is a dude. Name
1: a, more, name a more saucy, swaggy quarterback than Mac Jones, other than Joe Burrow
0: joe burrow tom brady is low-key very swaggy
1: okay but here's the here's the first of all tom brady has never been swaggy until he retired in florida uh from from the patriots with burrow yes burrow has a lot of that swag but the difference is mac jones has a dad bod
0: aaron Rodgers is low-key swaggy when you
1: when 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 when, when you don't think
0: justin herbert is swaggy sit,
1: sit here I don't think he's that swaggy, no. Okay,
0: I, I, I don't think Justin Herbert... Justin Herbert he, looks he was swaggy. The president,
1: he was the president of his high school fishing club. He has zero swag in him. There is zero swagger to Justin Herbert. And I'd say that... And I don't think swagger is necessarily a prerequisite to being a great quarterback. I mean, I would say that possibly the least swag... swagger having quarterback in the league is probably Russell Wilson, just because his swagger just turns into pure cringe. But Mac Jones is cool. He's someone that 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 average fellas like myself, and I don't want to pigeonhole you into the average category, but we're just some guys. We can look in the mirror and we can know that there's a timeline where maybe we could be Mac Jones. Matthew because Stafford is
0: low-key super swaggy, by the he's way. He's very
1: he's very he's very swaggy. But I don't think he's more swaggy than Mac Jones. That oh, he's definitely
0: more swaggy than Mac Jones, if bro. Ask,
1: if you ask a random NFL fan what they're what what their favorite aspect of Mac Jones is the instant answer will always be his swagger. It's his vibe, man. Remember Mac Jones sauntering up onto the draft floor as the Patriots. Oh man, I I, I didn't mean disrespect to him with my Andrew Dalton comments either. I, I feel like I should clarify. I think he is the best case Andy Dalton. Remember all the conversations were which version of Andy Dalton you're gonna get. This is good Andy Dalton almost all the time, which isn't an elite quarterback, but I don't think I don't think. Uh, I don't think I don't think Mac Jones is really like you know going to be like a reason that you win Super Bowls necessarily, but like ah, he's got he's got so he's just got good vibes, you know, and something about that prepared like the the evil emperor himself compared with uh, oh your this, your, your this...
0: audio just wildly changed.
1: Sorry, one second. My girlfriend is calling me, and I'm I'm gonna have to hang up on her and get in trouble to continue this program. These are the things that I sacrifice. Oh, for you this, have a girlfriend? Show for you That's swaggy. Yes, well, Rapper. possibly not anymore. Possibly, R- possibly that is a scenario that is over now for me. But at least I have the End Zone Podcast where I can. That's beautiful, man. I'm yeah, Mac 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 Jones. I'm all the love you need. Mac Jones has. You're talking about an intangible element, Mac Jones. You're, is only the. You have got to element.
0: fix that the audio very very quickly here. I'm gonna stall what, for. A, what happened? I think it's switched from your headphones. You gotta like oh, make sure your, your headphones are reconnected. Anyhow, I like Mac Jones too. I'm gonna throw out some guys on here. That rapid fire. I just like your quick reaction on what. Better by the way. No, but we'll deal with it. But we've got to get out of here because I don't want this to be two hours. But here's something I think you'll wildly disagree with. I have Carson Wentz ranked at 17 ahead of Jalen Hurts Kirk, and Kirk Cousins.
1: What? I think I would rather have Carson Wentz
0: over Kirk Cousins. I just I I feel that way.
1: Oh my god, what have I gotten myself into? The char he likes the charm uh, the ch- first the Chargers nonsense you were on about the other day, and now now I, now well, this. I don't like
0: Carson Wentz, but he's gonna be fine this year. You know, he's he's gonna be fine, and the Commanders are gonna be in the mix.
1: No, they're not, and no, they, they are. Know. Carson Wentz. If you're talking about guys like Mac Jones and Joe Burrow as being, not necessarily in a swagger sense, but in a good vibe sense, I don't think I have ever seen a human being that hasn't committed some form of serious sexual crime that has worse. I'm not, now I'm not suggesting that about Carson Wentz, but there's nobody in my opinion in the NFL that has worse vibes than him. This is a guy that put up mediocre numbers as a quarterback, like had a lot of bad moments and the Colts, Primary number one objective was to just get him out of the building. Whatever we do, we need to exercise ourselves of oh, this man and his energy immediately. And it just happened the commanders are like, Come fleece us, please. We'd we'd love, we'd love to lose a trade to you. And the Colts took full advantage of that, of course. But I think that oh man, like Carson Wentz at 17. He is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league for multiple years now. This is a guy that has zero good energy. Okay. I have no good you've you've frozen. No, 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 no! I'm you're just so, very I'm, good at standing very still. I'm just, I was, I was I'm worried.
0: just saying very still for a moment. I was worried.
1: No, what is Carson Wentz showing you in the past couple seasons to think he was remotely even worthy of being ranked in well, the tens? aside the 10s,
0: from one bad Jaguars game,
1: he one had people convinced. Jaguars game. He had. He stinks. He's he, terrible. He had people convinced. <laughs> The first chance the, the Colts got, they, they shipped him off to the only – Listen, I just believe Carson Wentz is one better. One I, I, he's just about How badly the Rams went on to building and they sent him off to Detroit. The only worst place that you could be shipped off to as some form of auxiliary punishment is to the commanders. He got sent to the most dysfunctional – Terry going to have bonkers numbers with Carson Wentz
0: as his quarterback, by the way. This guy, numbers.
1: You cannot, you cannot tell me. Listen, he's, he's got a better supporting cast I in Washington over-hyped. than he did in Indianapolis. I may have overhyped the Jared Goff trail a little bit, but I would rather Jared Goff than Carson Wentz. I'll, I I make that decision to myself. What? No, that's crazy, dude. Carson Wentz, course, Carson, Carson Wentz is way better.
0: Carson Wentz is terrible. way better than Jared Goff.
1: Carson Wentz is terrible. I have zero time time for him. Carson Wentz way
0: better than Jared Goff. All I have to say on that matter.
1: Why would you hit your wagon to Carson Wentz? I'm not. I think he's the 17th best quarterback in the NFL. This guy took a roster with like seven pro bowlers and blew it to the Jaguars. So they missed the playoffs. You literally throw in the most average mediocre quarterback ever on that Colts team and they run away with the division. This is a joke. I low-key
0: think the Commanders are going to make the playoffs in the NFC.
1: Why would you? Oh that's just
0: something that's We're formulating not in my head. Near the
1: playoffs,
0: Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz
1: is good enough to get
0: you to the playoffs.
1: This is absurd. Carson Wentz is not Carson Wentz is very clearly in recent memory not good enough to get you to the playoffs. In fact, when his only task to get to the playoffs was to perform mediocre against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he couldn't even do that. Just unbelievable. Carson Wentz, okay, remember that one play in the Cardinals-Rams playoff game? That one ridiculous Kyler Murray throw? You know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's getting sacked. That Carson Wentz is if that was how you played all of almost all of the time. Carson Wentz gives you at least three of those a game. And maybe they don't get intercepted as much as they should. But I don't know how you go and watch Carson Wentz tape from the past season in Indianapolis and especially his previous year in Philly. And you come away with anything remotely positive to say about the guy other than he has no regard for human life, including his own. That's the only thing remotely positive I could say about him. (laughs) Carson Wentz is a joke. He's a non-option. Even if he provides some okay statistics, Carson Wentz is the ultimate proof that statistics are fake and they don't matter. Carson Wentz is nothing to me. And I refuse to acknowledge him any further beyond this point. Thank you. Okay. That's
0: very good. Uh, jalen hurts how do you feel about him and then we'll get out of here because i feel like he's an nfl character of interest this offseason
1: jalen hurts is very interesting i think the eagles have a great roster i think they're definitely this this kind of up and coming force and i think they're kind of the trendy pick for the nfc east a a trend that i'm hopping on as i as i do believe i think they edge out the cowboys for this division although i could see that going either way i don't know how you see the washington in the mix but anyways uh I believe with Jalen Hurts, I think that he is a little overinflated value-wise because of his fantasy production. I think the average NFL fan that cares more about fantasy than they do about the actual NFL sees Jalen Hurts as this guy that's putting up, like, Lamar Jackson-type fantasy numbers, and they're like, wow, this is a guy. No, this isn't a guy, I don't think. But I am confident that what Jalen Hurts has shown as a second-round quarterback in his brief time in the NFL, he's certainly been not bad. Like, he... The, the passing needs to improve he's not been a very great passer up to this point however I do believe that that can improve a little bit I as goofy as it is to say I have a lot of faith in Nick siriani I like what he's got going on you know I like I like the Vibes in in Philadelphia and I think Jalen hurts will never be in an elite conversation but if he continues running as well as he has which he was maybe the best running quarterback of the league last year outside of Josh Allen I think That's, I don't even know if that's a hot take. I think what he was able to do on the ground was unreal. I think that if you take that and you give him, I mean, he's got Devontae Smith, who's great and is going to be even better. You give him, oh man, they have A.J. Brown now. That's crazy. A.J. Brown, uh, Quez Watkins is a guy that I think is poised to have a big breakout. I think that Jalen Hurts is somebody that can lead the Eagles to the playoffs, which is more than I can say about Carson Wentz. All right.
0: I like Jalen Hurts quite a bit. I think he can take a step forward as a passer. I have kind of fully bought into the Jalen Hurts hype train, as it were. And uh, yeah, I, you know, I I feel you know I feel very strongly that uh, I feel very very strongly that he is going to be a major player, a major 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 major, major player. In this NFL off season, oh well, regular season, which is coming up, we have football this week. Did you know that? It's beautiful. Dude, we're we're not we have gonna football this week. We're not gonna talk about the Hall of Fame game because it's pointless, and we're not gonna talk much about the preseason this year. But we do have a football game this week. It's nice. It's well, nice might even
1: see time. another highlight reel punt like last year.
0: Of course. Alright Bradford Thank you so much for joining me Go back to your girlfriend Salvage that relationship If I still have one And I will see you tomorrow evening uh, This will come out on Wednesday Go back and listen to Tuesday And Monday's episodes There should be four episodes out at this point By Wednesday That's a lot of content Chew on that content for a while And we will be back next week
1: does really Enjoy. let the flavor ruminate in your mouth. Yes. you want to get your teeth into the into the tender parts of the meat and really soak in the juices that the show can provide you? Absolutely. All right. We will
0: see you all next time. Peace out.